Hello, beautiful mama, and welcome to the Nourishing Mama podcast. St. Catherine of Siena said, Be who you were meant to be, and you will set the world on fire. Mamas, our job is one of the most important jobs on earth, and also one of the hardest. We don't all start out as the moms we wanted to be, but what if we took this challenge as seriously as the world tells us to take our careers? What if we laid out a plan of preparation so we could show up ready to fight the good fight and become who we were meant to be, the very heart of our homes? If you want to take motherhood to the next level to prepare your mind, body, and soul for the enormous task at hand, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Kelsey, and I want to teach you to nourish yourself so that you can nourish your family. Let's dive in. Hi there, Mama. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm just going to go ahead and apologize in advance for any background noise. My kids are here while I'm recording this, and I tried to find another opportunity without them, but with everything, uh, with the holidays, it just didn't happen this week. So sorry if you hear any background noise, but um, thank you for tuning in today. I've you've been following this podcast for a little while thank you uh this is part two of the triggers series um specifically we've been talking about boundaries and this is the second part of the boundaries uh series so in part one last week just before thanksgiving we talked about how to decide what boundaries you should hold by looking at your morals and your priorities. And today, we're going to talk about why it can be hard to hold boundaries you set. And specifically, we're gonna be diving in to a few particularly, a few particular types of problems you might have with holding your boundaries. So let's say you have set a boundary but you're finding it hard to hold. Maybe someone is pushing back on it or you find yourself wavering. This might sound a little weird, but you know how in an earlier episode I talked about how useful our feelings are? They aren't always what we want to drive our actions, but they are extremely useful for helping us to understand our own issues. And they give us the biggest clue about why we are having trouble withholding our boundaries. So what we need to think about when a boundary is hard to hold and intellectually we know we should hold it, we need to figure out what we are feeling about the situation. And you might be feeling resentful or guilty or angry or insecure and diving into that to look at it can help us to get to the bottom of why we are waffling or unclear so i'm going to start with insecurity if you're feeling insecure about your boundary so insecurity gives us a clue that we aren't sure what our boundary really is and also can tell us we aren't sure whether we have the right or the authority to hold it. But the insecurity that comes from us not being sure we have the authority is pretty straightforward. So I wanted to reemphasize where you do have authority to hold a boundary. And you have authority over yourself, your thoughts, your actions, 
you have authority over your stuff, your home, your money, and anything you own. And you also, for a time, have authority over your kids, at least in regards to where they spend their time and with whom they're spending it and their environment. There's a transitional period when they get older where you pass that authority over to them bit by bit as they show they can handle it. But especially when they are young, that is something that you have authority over. So if you know you have the authority, if you've checked your boundary and it falls into these categories, it's something that you have the right to hold and you still feel insecure about it, the problem is probably that you have lack of clarity or conviction for some reason. And in the last episode, I gave a scenario I'll bring back up here. Let's suppose a relative wants to put a movie on for the kids and you aren't clear about whether it's appropriate for your kids, but your relative swears it's the best movie ever, you're being ridiculous. Look, you don't have to have a boundary about that exact movie. You can have a boundary that says your kids don't watch any movie above the PG rating unless you're sure you're okay with it or that you need to research and think it over first. But now here's the important part though. You can't stop Uncle Bob from putting on that movie unless you are at your house. So this might be a place where you're getting tripped up and feeling insecure. Like how do you hold that boundary of my kid isn't going to watch this movie? So if you try to stop Uncle Bob from putting on the movie, you're overstepping your authority and you won't be able to hold the boundary that way. So what do you do instead? Well, first thing you can do, and I recommend this in most situations, especially if Uncle Bob is a decent human being, just try to problem solve with him and work out a solution together. You know, maybe the movie can be watched outside of the main gathering area in the house, but you know, maybe not. Maybe, maybe Bob's, Uncle Bob's not so reasonable or really doesn't see your side of this and thinks you're being ridiculous. So worst case scenario, you focus on what you can control and what is in your authority, which is where your kids are going to be during that movie. Maybe you can read to your kids in another room while other people watch that movie. There are always ways to hear each other's concerns and problem solve a solution, but if you stay in your circle of control and don't try to control other people, you're going to have a much more straightforward time with holding your boundaries. Now, I brought this up in the last episode, but I want to mention it again. Sometimes when we're insecure about our boundary, it's because we aren't clear on it. Sometimes we have to back up a step and be okay with not knowing or being prepared for every situation. Our boundary can be that we aren't going to make a rushed decision. In my experience, I tend to make really bad decisions when I feel like it has to be made in a hurry. So you can always ask for more time. And if someone pushes you beyond that, just say, I'm not making a decision on that right now. I'll consider what you said. I'll discuss it again later at a different date, but I won't be talking about that anymore during this visit. And if they still push, repeat it until they're bored with you. Or if you really need to, just walk away. You can be calm, firm, and consistent. Boundaries aren't something you have to argue about. So 
You can see how recognizing our insecurity is really useful to help us define our boundaries better or figure out our authority. Now, another feeling to tune into is anger. It's really interesting when we try to hold a boundary and someone pushes on it and we suddenly feel angry. Anger tells us something important. It tells us that we are afraid. Maybe we're afraid someone will not respect us or that we won't be able to hold the boundary. But maybe we're afraid that they will punish us or reject us or make our life hard. I think this especially comes up if there was a heavy requirement for compliance in our home growing up. If we were you know, punished for disagreeing and given limited freedom to make our own choices. Um, I've seen it in people who had a family member who couldn't control their temper and frightened them a lot. And it can bring out an especially strong reaction. So anger, this is a hard one. It takes some deep work to process anger. And I think anger is what comes out when we aren't sure if we have courage. It's like an adrenaline rush of ferocity that is supposed to be there to keep us safe. So really, it's the fear that needs addressing. And that's internal work. And one of the most powerful ways to unravel fear is to name it. I'm afraid my family will not love me if I do this. I'm afraid my mom will yell at me if I do this. I'm afraid someone's going to give me the silent treatment. And then we ask ourselves, first of all, would that really happen? And let's say this worst case scenario thing does happen. What does that mean about that person? Because if someone is going to treat us badly or stop loving us, it means their love is conditional and that's outside of our control. And holding a boundary Even if there are consequences, if it's a good boundary, if it's there for a really good reason, it's usually good for everyone. It can force us to find our courage and can force the other person to face their own control issues and insecurities they might not otherwise face. In fact, sometimes when we don't hold a boundary, we're enabling other people to sin in how they treat us. And that's not good for them. I don't wanna be a party to that, do you? I don't wanna, you know, for example, let someone abuse me. Sometimes the threat is real. Someone might treat us badly. But sometimes when we have a little closer look at the fear, we can see it's actually our past scars talking. It's not this person, it's not this moment. It's not really right now. And that anger is still useful in showing us where we still need healing. Now, I'm not talking about forgiveness because healing and forgiveness are not the same thing and they don't always follow the same timeline. So anyway, you can see how anger tells you where there is deep work to do. For now, when you see you're angry, don't try to address it directly in the moment. At some later point, when you're calmer, you'll want to dive in and try to identify the underlying fear. And it can be really helpful to talk it over with someone you trust for outside perspective. 
our fears are sometimes valid and sometimes irrational and having someone else look at it and help you talk it through and sort it out can be so beneficial. But it's not always something you can sort out in the moment. Sometimes the best thing to do in the moment is say, I'm really angry right now and I'm not sure if it's about you, but I want to pause this discussion right now and take some time to sort out my thoughts. The Bible says, be angry but do not sin. And I think this is a boundary we have to practice holding on ourselves to leave space for our anger because anger is valid and there for a reason, but we can't let it turn into a situation that's a near occasion of sin. And I really deeply believe there's healing out there for the underlying fears and hurts. I've seen some miraculous transformations in my life and in the lives of others. So, okay, that was a bit heavy, but sometimes this can be heavy stuff. Boundaries are really not as straightforward as they seem. And next week, we're going to talk about a few more feelings and why our boundaries can be hard to hold when we're going through those and what those mean. We're going to be talking specifically about guilt and resentment and handling criticism and especially this need we have for approval. So I know this has been a lot. If you have questions, if you have specific situations, I'd love to hear them. Shoot me a message. I put my contact information in the show notes and I hope you have a wonderful week. Hey there, Mama. If you need any help this holiday season with setting and holding some boundaries, make sure you check out our holiday boundary guide. It's listed in the show notes here. It's just a one-page document with a bunch of one-liners you can easily use or copy and tweak to be useful for your own circumstances. Again, just check the show notes. Hey there, Mama. If you found this podcast helpful today, would you do me a favor and drop a review below? Reviews are how podcasts show up in search rankings and can help other moms like you to find us. Also, if you're wanting more actionable tips and day-to-day strategies, head over to my Instagram account at Nourishing Mama Podcast. Please feel free to message me there with any questions as well, and I'll try to answer them for you. Have a great week.